0: Welcome to the Finding True Health Podcast. Are you ready to reject diet culture without rejecting your health? Do you want to feel a sense of peace around food and your body while also creating habits that will help you feel your best each day? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian, a committed follower of Jesus Christ, and a middle-aged mom. Not long ago, I felt like I was at war with my body. I believed I needed to reach some arbitrary goal weight to be healthy and happy. But one day God helped me realize that I was focused on the wrong thing. So I began to treat my body with the love and respect it deserves, through both my thoughts and my actions. And that new focus has made all of the difference. Now I love helping other women find true health for themselves so they can enjoy more energy, better moods, and greater peace in their own lives. I'm excited to get started, so let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a fantastic summer so far, and I'm really excited to go through this topic with you today. I want to start out by asking if some if this sounds familiar to you. Have you ever maybe set a health goal or some sort of a plan, you plan on adding maybe a new habit into your routine or you're trying to eliminate an old habit that you don't like? and isn't serving your health, and you're so excited to implement this change because you know it's gonna really benefit you and your health and your life, and maybe you do well for a little while, but before you know it, you find yourself right back where you were before making the goal or the plan. All of your plans seem to have gone out the window and you've gotten, quote, off track. Or maybe it's even a habit that you have pretty well established, that you are doing pretty well with it, but every once in a while, You seem to get derailed and you are so frustrated that you can't just seem to stop messing up, that you can't just stick with this habit, that you keep having these moments, these periods where all of your good habits and well-laid-out plans just seem to go out the window. Have you ever had these experiences before? My bet is you have, and I can say that pretty confidently because as far as I know, everybody listening to this podcast is a human being, <laughs> and we as human beings, darn it, are not perfect. I really struggle with that fact about myself sometimes and often wish it wasn't so, but it's just how life is and part of our human experience. So now what? We, we've gotten off track. We've, quote, messed up however you're feeling, and what do you do from here? Well, first off, before we dive into my the three steps that I want to share, I want to just offer to you that I messed up or I got off track. These are just thoughts. In fact, there is no track. <laughs> I don't even really like using that term, getting off track, very much when talking about health guidelines and goals. Because when I think of the word track, I think of like trains, or I think of BMX biking tracks. My brother and sister-in-law actually run a BMX track in our city, and my two teenage boys work there with them several times a week. And so I think of this BMX track, and same with trains. There's, there's one track. It's just a, a single way you can go. You can't deviate from that track. Otherwise, there are some severe consequences. You could crash or or get in a major accident. And so if you get off track, then it can result in some serious consequences. And that is not, I feel like a useful way to think about our health journey. First of all, I definitely don't believe there's just one certain track or path that can lead to great health. There are literally countless things we can do in the span of a lifetime that can help contribute to our health. So I prefer to think of my health goals and guidelines as more of a road with lots of built-in detours or even several different roads that all kind of lead to the same destination. And taking detours or maybe switching onto a different road, that's all part of the process let's say you're going on a road trip and you've got this final destination in mind. And when we're talking about our health, it's really kind of this never ending road trip, right? <laughs> this journey that we're going to be taking forever. But we know our destination is trying to have as, as good of health as possible, given our circumstances and situations. So we know we're going to be driving along this road, but we also know that we're going to have to take detours. We've got to get off to go to the bathroom sometimes and to go get food and to fill up gas and, or recharge your electric car. And that's, that's all part of the plan. So planning for those detours, expecting them, knowing that they're going to happen, not getting mad when they happen is really important because it's all just part of the road trip. And it's part of the plan. It's not getting off of the plan and then getting back onto the plan, it's just all built in to the journey. So I feel like think just first of all, thinking about it in that way, thinking about this journey as more of a road trip rather than a train track, can really help keep us in the right headspace. And when we feel like we've done something that has not gone according to plan or that we feel maybe is not the best for our health, then instead of saying, oh man, I'm so frustrated I got off track again, we can say, oh, it just looks like I took another detour. Time to get back on the road. And of course, we don't want to be taking detours all of the time or too many of them. But instead of feeling derailed and like our train is crashing, we just know that detours are inevitable and it's not that big of a deal just to merge back onto the freeway and keep going. So With that in mind, what do you do if you do take maybe a detour that you really aren't happy about, that you wish you hadn't taken, or you seem to keep taking the same detour over and over, despite your attempts to avoid that detour and to just stay on the road instead, because you know this detour is not helping your health. Well, like I mentioned, I've got three steps that I would love for you to keep in mind whenever this happens. And the first step is to Resist the urge to beat yourself up and just realize that this is completely normal. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're all human beings. Welcome to being human. Anyone who has ever made a goal or tried to change a habit knows what it's like to deviate from that goal. And I promise that practicing self-compassion in that moment is going to be so much more useful than turning to self-hatred. It might help to just calmly remind yourself that this choice you've made is not as dramatic as your brain is making it seem, and the fact that you did one thing that is off plan does not mean that you're a failure, or you're never going to get this, or you might as well just give up and stop trying. I know sometimes my brain likes to offer me the thought, what's the point? Why am I even trying? This is too hard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just try to let go of all that baggage and recognize that it's not useful and it's certainly not true. I feel like thoughts like these and the frustration and anger that we can feel when we mess up or make a choice that we feel is harming our health, these feelings often come from kind of a perfectionistic mindset and this black and white thinking, the thought that we should be able to follow our plans 100% of the time. And of course, our logical, the logical side of our brain knows that that's just not realistic. It's not how how human beings or how life work. But there's this other part of us that doesn't believe that, that thinks that we should be the unicorn, we should be the exception, that we should not be allowed to have setbacks and difficult moments. So it's important that we just keep things in perspective, kind of calm down, don't over dramatize things recognize, again, this is just a a detour we're taking and it's probably not as dramatic as our brains are making it out to be. Step two is to really tune in and utilize self-awareness. I think that one of the most important things that we can do in the moment that we are actually messing up or taking that detour is to stay present so many times when we are doing something we maybe feel guilty about, we know isn't isn't serving our health is to immediately allow guilt and shame to start flooding in and then we just want to disconnect because we don't like the feelings of guilt and shame, obviously, they don't feel good. So we kind of maybe block the experience out even as we're doing it. Maybe we numb out or we tune out of our body and take a step back so that we don't have to feel that guilt or shame. But when we do that, we're really missing such a critical opportunity. It's in those experiences, like actually within them, that we can gain the most knowledge and learn some lessons that could help prevent those things happening again in the future in a really easy, natural way. If we would just stay present during the moment So, for example, a few weeks ago, I was laying on the couch resting at nighttime, and my husband came in with a bag of tortilla chips, and he sat next to me and started eating them. And normally, one of the kind of guidelines I try to follow is that I try not to eat late at night. I try to stop eating between 8 and 9 because I know if I eat late, then often I don't make very good decisions. A lot of time it, it affects my sleep and I don't feel good during the night or the next day. But this particular night, I was a little bit hungry. And if I'm hungry, then I am completely fine getting something to eat past nine o'clock. So I was a bit hungry and the tortilla chips were sitting right there. So I thought, oh, I'll just have a couple to kind of curb my hunger. So I grabbed a few out of the bag and ate them and they tasted really good. I might have been a little hungrier than I realized. So I grabbed a few more, a small handful, and After that, I was feeling satisfied, wasn't hungry anymore, but I just didn't want to stop eating the chips. I was enjoying them. And so I grabbed another handful, an even bigger one this time, and enjoyed those, and then another handful. And by the time it was all said and done, I'd had quite a few tortilla chips. And sure enough, that night, I woke up with a stomach ache. I couldn't sleep very well. I felt lousy the next morning. And I could tell that those tortilla chips had had an effect on me and my body. Now, if I just went straight to guilt and shame and started beating myself up and saying, why did I eat those? I know better. This is why I don't eat late at night. What was I thinking? Blah, blah, blah. Then I would have missed out on the chance to really reflect on that experience and to take away any lessons that I could learn from it. But thankfully, I did kind of ponder on it and made the connection and I didn't beat myself up. I recognized that I was tired and I was hungry and gave myself a lot of grace. And sure enough, a few days later, a similar experience happened. My, one of my kids came in eating something late at night and sat next to me. And I was able to recall that experience and just how sick I had felt. And it was not hard for me to resist the snack, whatever snack it was, I can't remember, that night. Now, just because I had that lesson doesn't mean that I will never make that mistake again or make the choice again even to eat late at night or to overeat late at night. And in time, that memory is going to fade a little bit, might not be as impactful at some point in the future. But I know me, I know that I'm going to get off track (laughs) another time and I'm going to have another memory to replace it with. And because I try to stay really self-aware during those moments, I can use those to my advantage when similar moments come up in the future. By staying self-aware during these detours, it can be really helpful in helping you identify certain triggers that you might want to avoid in the future. Like maybe if my husband comes and sits by me and he's eating a snack and I'm feeling vulnerable in the moment, I might choose to go sit on the other side of the couch or go into a different room until he's finished with his snack or something to that effect. Becoming aware of these prompts and these triggers can help make it easier to prevent the same incident from happening again in the future. Staying self-aware can also help you realize that maybe you need to adjust your goals or to change plans or shift habits in some way. If I found that eating too much late at night was something I was consistently doing, I might decide to eat a bigger dinner or change up my nighttime routines routine somehow. Or have a snack actually planned into my evening, something that I choose ahead of time that I know will not interrupt my sleep too much, rather than just kind of eating in the moment and probably making poorer choices than I would if I'd planned it ahead of time. So that's step number two is to just stay in the moment, tune in, be self-aware, stay present. And then step three is to just keep trying. Don't give up. It's really as simple as that. Look, we are going to mess up. We're not going to be perfect on any health journey, on any journey of any kind. And that's okay. What we really don't want is to use these stumbles and these detours as a reason to give up even trying and to throw our hands in the air and say, forget it, I'm done. When we're doing something to try and learn or grow or improve in some way, I like to think of the analogy of a little child, a baby learning how to walk. You just know from the outset that they're going to fall down. You know they're going to take a step or two and fall, and they're going to have to get back up and keep trying over and over again, and you just you expect it. You don't get mad at them when they fall down. You don't say, "Well, you should just give up. Forget it. <laughs> You're never going to walk." You continue to encourage them to keep getting up, keep trying. This is part of the process. Your, your legs need strengthening. Falling down and getting back up again is going to help strengthen their legs so that they can walk. And of course we would never tell that baby to just quit and stop trying. We're going to be in their corner, cheering them on the whole way, knowing that their stumbles, they're falling down. That's just part of the process. It's not even a big deal. And we can look at our own attempts and efforts to improve our life in some way through that same lens. We also would never tell a child who's just barely learning how to walk to try to run. We wouldn't say, okay, you took a few steps, now run to mommy. We we know that they need to learn to walk first and then they can run. And that's something else we need to keep in mind with ourselves is small incremental steps are almost always much better than trying to make big drastic changes when it comes to improving our lifestyle and our health habits. So you might just need to take a step back and reassess and recognize if maybe you're pushing yourself too hard, you're expecting too much of yourself, you're expecting yourself to run before you're walking in in any certain area. So just as a quick recap of those three steps to do whenever you get off track or take a detour, or however you want to look at it, is step one to resist the urge to beat yourself up Recognize that this is normal, it's part of the process, it's no big deal. Step number two is really tune in, utilize self-awareness, stay present, learn what you need to from the moment, both in the moment and then reflecting back on the moment without guilt or shame. And step three is to just keep going, keep trying, don't give up, just keep going forward one step at a time. Again, be patient, be kind to yourself, celebrate small wins along the way, use these setbacks as learning and growing experiences whenever possible, and know that you always, always have the power, the agency to get right back on the road after any detour that you take. And when you do get back onto that road after a detour, I hope that you give yourself a big pat on the back and allow yourself to feel proud for getting up over and over again. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. I'm here for you. I'm cheering you on. I'm constantly thinking of and praying for you all. And I hope you always know that I'm here for you. Feel free to reach out to me, email me, DM me on Instagram. If there's maybe a podcast topic that you want me to cover in the future. If you have any questions about how you can work with me or just anything that you would like me to know, I'm just a quick message away. I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, real quick before you go, if you found this episode helpful, could you do me a huge favor and take just a minute or two to leave me a rating and review? It really helps the show get found by more people. And it just lights me up to know that the show is helping someone out there and that I should continue putting out more episodes. Thank you so much.